Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. The story that caught my eye while we were apart from one another, it did run. I flagged it. I, I ran it in Smirconish.com, the newsletter, a couple of days ago. It came from the Wall Street Journal, and it was one of those that didn't just catch my eye. I noted that it remained the most popular news story for several days during the Christmas to New Year's break. Headline, your co-workers are less ambitious. And it talked about changes among many workers in the United States in the last three years, meaning, you know, amidst COVID, amidst economic downturn, and how people don't seem to have the appetite to work that they used to. And concerns being expressed in some quarters that it's it's not a pendulum, it's not coming back. Like there's been this this permanent stain or decline on American ambition. And I thought, well, this is a good way to begin the year. I can ask the radio audience, how hard do you intend to work this year in comparison to prior years? Have you gone through in the last three years some type of a change? It brought to my mind that I had lunch with a friend recently. A successful lawyer, same age as me. I'm 60. By the way, Larry Paul, you know, Larry, good listener of ours, good sure. friend. of He pointed out that at the end of the year, I began identifying myself as 61. You did. And he Why wrote to me. That? Well, how come you didn't tell me I was wrong? I forgot because you kept lying Are you about my about age. Me? You, you were lying about my age. So I figured you were also lying about your age. About, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, I don't know why I started doing that. Why did you do that? I don't Wait, know. Are you 60 or are you 61? I'm 60 until March 15th. Okay, fine. Do we have that straight? I mean, I know when you were born, so yes, it's I feel good about It's a little wacky, this. isn't it? It's all a little wacky. Maybe Come I'm on. 62 today. It's crazy end of the year. Okay, the point is this. I have lunch with this friend. Oh, there's a point. Go ahead. <laughs> Successful lawyer, same age as me. He said to me that he wonders sometimes what he's supposed to be doing. In other words, <clears throat> how many clients, how many new cases should he be managing? How hard should he be working? whether he should be taking on long-term projects, whether he should be growing his firm, or he wonders, is it just too late for that? And I thought at the time, well, this is the sort of thinking that a a person 
of his age normally engages in at this stage of life. I have another friend. This other friend is a lawyer who does not practice. He's built, nonetheless, a non-legal, terrific business. He's a couple of years older than I am. He just moved offices. And I had a conversation with him, like, into a much larger spread than he had before. And I said to him, like, what are you doing? Isn't this the back nine? Do you continue to push the envelope till the end, or do you slow down? A combination of my friends and the Wall Street Journal piece that I'm, I'm about to describe for you made me think about my own situation. I'm feeling healthy. I've got 30-plus years tethered to the radio airwaves. And my ambition was sustained all the way through the end of the last year. I mean, my mother always loves to say that uh, grass doesn't grow on a busy highway, and, and I've been a practitioner of that. I don't, don't even know if that makes sense, by the way. Why would you want grass to grow on a busy highway? But she means it as a compliment. I get it. I think I, I think I get it, too. I think I do as well. But when I think about my 2022, daily radio, never taking my full complement of vacation days, um, Saturday TV show, I've missed one in eight years beside the normal holidays. I am not angling to expand my TV footprint, but I respond when they ask me to take on responsibilities. My speaking calendar is active again. Yes, I'm still pitching projects every once in a while in Hollywood. What else in 20? Well, launched the newsletter and the website, the merch, hired several people. And now here it is the beginning of a new calendar year for me, radio and television contracts, uh, both ending opportunity to extend each of them. I, I don't invent drama TC as a negotiation ploy. The reality is I'll probably keep doing exactly what I'm doing for a couple of more years. So what is my conclusion? My conclusion for me personally is that my ambition remains a constant. I am not looking to lighten my level of responsibility, whether I'm 60 or 61. And nor am I bragging, by the way. I don't profess to have the right idea. I'm just saying that having these conversations, reflecting on what the journal reported, made me think about, okay, what is it that I want to do? And for the time being, I want to keep doing what I'm doing. The lead of the Wall Street Journal piece is as follows. Where have all the go-getters gone? At the law firm of Nixon Peabody, LLP, associates have started saying no to working weekends, prompting partners to ask more people to help complete time-sensitive work. TGS Insurance in Texas has struggled to fill promotions, and bosses often have to coax staffers to apply. Maine-based marketing company Pulp & Wire plans to shut down for two weeks next year now that staffers are taking more vacation than they used to. And the story then goes on to say that, with reporting, that when managers ask for more work, employees are, as almost a rote response, asking for more pay. Nobody's willing to just pitch in and go the extra mile, which they say is different Then things before COVID, quote, many white collar workers say the events of the past three years have reordered their priorities and showed them what they were missing when they were spending so much time at the office. Now that normalcy is returning. Even some of the workers who used to be always on and always striving 
say they find themselves eyeing the clock as the day winds down, saying no to overtime work or even taking pay cuts for better work-life balance. There's a quote in the Wall Street Journal from Bernie Marcus, a Home Depot founder. Here's how he sums it up. Nobody works and nobody gives a damn. Nobody works and nobody gives a damn. In November, a survey of more than 3,000 workers and managers by software firm Qualtrics, 36% said their overall career ambitions had waned over the past three years. More than a third say their career ambitions have waned over the past three years, compared with 22% who say their ambition has increased. Nearly 40% said work had become less important to them in the past three years. 25% said it had grown more important, according to the researchers, which provide software to businesses to evaluate customer and employee experiences. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the super light tree runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the super light tree runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Another aspect of the Wall Street Journal reporting, some of the places that have notoriously long shop hours, 
Goldman Sachs or law firms where you enter a training program and you're expected to bill, you know, X hours a year until you you get on your feet are now hearing complaints and they're responding to them, making changes and lessening the load of younger employees. The attitude shift stretches well beyond fields where extreme hours have been the norm. It also appears to cross geographics and span generations. Early in the pandemic, corporate leaders blamed young workers for not wanting to work as hard as their older counterparts, says Brian Balonic, regional managing partner of the law firm Fisher Phillips in Pittsburgh, specializing in labor. Now, he says, there's a realization that the Americans want to work has changed more widely. A realization that the way Americans want to work has changed more widely. This is the the survey question that's kind of at the heart of the story. Answer this to yourselves. Thinking about the last three years of your career, that is, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic and global economic downturn, have your career ambitions changed? The choices that people were offered were as follows. You could say that your career ambitions have significantly decreased. They've lowered slightly. They've not changed at all. They've increased slightly or they've significantly increased. These are the numbers. 21% say my career ambitions have significantly decreased. One out of five. My career ambitions have significantly decreased. 15% say they've lowered slightly. 43% say no change at all, increased slightly 12%, increased significantly 10%. If I go to the ends of the extreme and I do the math, 36% say their career ambitions are in decline. They're just not up for doing what they used to do pre-COVID. At the other end of the extreme are 22% who've had an uptick. And similar to those numbers, on the question of the importance of work in my life, you've got a lot of folks, 38%, saying that work in their life has either become significantly less important or it's become slightly less important. As compared with 25% who say, no, it's become more important. What might change it? According to the experts, economic downturn, if all of a sudden, if if we really are in a recession, I happen to think we're in a recession. I don't know why people aren't calling it as such, but okay. I mean, my God, look at the tech sector and the market generally for 2022. What might change this? They say high unemployment, which spurs competition in the workforce. And in this story that talks about a decline of American ambition, which was the number one item for the Wall Street Journal for several days running while we were off, the most commented upon posted comment from a reader was a guy named Gary. Very brief, five points. A few thoughts from an old retired guy. Number one, says Gary, over my 42-year career, I saw the do more with less thing pushed way beyond reason. Companies barely kept enough staff for the work, and when people were out, it became a real strain. Gary, point number two, too many bean counters are running businesses these days, which leads to my first point. 
Point three, personal computers, broadband, VPN, and mobile devices greatly expanded the reach of employers to their employees, and they have exploited them to the nth degree. When I started working, I left at five, never to hear or think much about work again. The last 20 years, it was just a matter of where I was working. That drew, as you would imagine, a lot of comment. Technology is such today that there's no such thing as being off the clock. Think about our parents. When our parents came home from work, they were home from work. Point four, loyalty is out the door, companies say. Our employees are our greatest asset, to which I say rubbish. They'll eliminate you if they think they can get by without you. Millennials saw their parents being laid off and will never feel much loyalty to an employer. Point five, wage disparities are an issue. When I started, the boss or the department heads made more money. Now you have people barely making a living while their bosses can afford a home in the south of France. It is absurd what some C-levels make in relation to their employees. It's almost like a caste system. Personally, he says, I think the Europeans go a little overboard on holiday time, as they call it. Most businesses top out at four weeks in the U.S., but you have to be there at least 10 years to get it. I'd argue for just giving everyone four weeks from the get-go. I started getting more vacation after my kids left. Are we less ambitious? Is it necessarily a problem? Hopefully you now understand why I made this truly the first poll question of the new year. Are Americans less ambitious? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. 
Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. Hey, gang, thanks for the telephone calls. Mike, you are the first caller of 2023. Hi. Really? Yeah, how about that? St. Augustine. That's great. Um, I really enjoy your show. I've called in a few times, and um, I really like it. And I admire the fact that you are a hardworking guy and keep busy. Um, And I think that your mother's statement was interesting, but my mother, since I was little, came in whenever it's time for me to go to bed, and, and she would say to me, remember, Mike, you are what you do, and then leave. Hmm. That was my bedtime story. You are what you do every night. And I'm 72, and I still work every day. What do you do? I sell bikes direct uh, that I design, uh, and I also write funny um, novels about Florida, life in Florida. Um, and I, uh, I think you would enjoy one that I've got. That, uh, you would find have, it hilarious. Everyone does. Have you raised and, children uh, yourself? Yes, I did have. You, and did you, did you repeat? Say, did you repeat mom's? No. You did not. Why not? I, I did not because um, I felt like it might be a little brutal, and also I th- I'm a baby boomer, and and I think that that's one thing that's happened is baby boomers who were successful want our children to not have the same stress level that we had. I mean, I was a super. You know, I was an overachiever. I was an early computer programmer, and I've got a Ph.D., and I was a college professor, and I've just owned dozens of businesses. And I kind of didn't want my children to go through the same. Okay. I'm so, wow. Can I tell you, I, I, I am so I am so fortunate to have you as the first caller of, of 2023. I could spend the remainder of the program simply talking about your mother's advice and the fact that you didn't pass it on. There's something else that I read during the course of the break. It was an interview with Jonathan Haidt, who's been a guest on this program, uh, wrote the book The Coddling of the American Mind with Greg Lukianoff. Anyway, he would say that, I think he would say, that your unwillingness to share mom's advice with your own kids is indicative of you going soft. Yeah, I... uh soft on my kids. I mean, yeah, on myself. Soft on, yeah, because still, you'd be laying, like you'd be you know, laying a guilt trip on them. Like, oh my God, what am I going to do for work every day? This is who I am. You know, I'm, I'm making minimum wage or I'm at this employer. And, and I guess this is, this is the extent of my life. Like there are too many boomer parents and maybe you're one of them who would think, oh, that's unduly harsh. I'm, I'm not going to say that to my child. Well, I've been successful enough that I felt like when I started having children, which was late in life, I didn't start until my mid-40s, and um, I mean, and, and I wanted my children to be able to grow up and do what they wanted, be artists or... Right. or Without the stress. You know, I get writers it. Or, I get or it. musicians or something besides what I did, which was... And I still do. I mean, I'm still up at dawn 
and work until it gets dark seven days a week. I totally hear it. I'm just and, I'm just saying it's what made you theoretically what made you the, the the go getter. Let's use the word from the story. The ambitious person that you are may have been in part, you know, mom tucking you in at night and saying, remember, now you are what you do and you're not passing it on, by the way, for what it's worth. And thank you, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great. Oh, Mike, uh, Michael, Michael yeah. can I ask you one thing real quick? You read a lot. You read yep. a lot. Would you read my novel, The Raven Conspiracy? It's funny as hell. Everyone loves it. You would I'm gonna, be right I'll, up I'll your put alley. You, I'm going to put you on hold, and, and Dan will tell you where to send it. And thank you for that. Um, I wouldn't say to mine, would you say to Emma, Emma, you are what you do. I, I would not say that because I don't believe it. What I think I would say, and I was trying to think of this as I... Uh, was listening to you talk to Mike is you are how you do what you do. In other words, I have great respect for anyone at any level, at any profession, doing anything if they're doing what they do the best. Whatever you're doing, whatever do it you're well. doing. So whatever, whatever, how you do what you do, whatever you're doing, I, be committed to. It. I not only would but have said that to I, her. Okay, I like that advice. Uh, Maya, greetings in North Carolina. What did you most want to say? Hello. Uh, thanks so much for taking my call. I currently work in the tech sector. I've been working uh, in technology marketing for the last five years. And during the pandemic, I was furiously looking for a job. In fact, I got hired into my current role during the pandemic. I really loved it for about a year. And then I started to get restless a year after. So it's been kind of like interesting because on the one hand, I want to move. I want to do different things with my career. On the other hand, the landscape is pretty brutal. I don't want to be hired, go into a new team, and then they restructure or they lay off, uh, and then I'm the first one out of the door. Do you consider yourself ambitious? Oh, 100%. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I changed careers. I have my MBA. I went to an Ivy League school. Uh, So I'm very much ambitious, and I have two young children. And I think I've come to the point when I... I want to sort of start working at 9 and then log off by about 4.35. And honestly, and I was just having this conversation with my friend today, it's like they literally couldn't pay me enough to make me work more than that. Because I think that what the pandemic has done is kind of drawn that into sharp focus. Okay, Maya, Maya, you are exactly what this story is about or who you're the embodiment of everything they talk about. But interestingly, you say, Hey, I want to start at nine. I want to wrap up at four thirty-five. but yes, I am ambitious. Some would say, well, Maya, you must not be ambitious if you're only going to work till four thirty. No. So that's another interesting thing, right? Which is I'm like, look, if you can't accomplish what you need to accomplish between your working hours, then you're doing two things wrong, which is A, you're not managing your time correctly, and B, you're not prioritizing the right things. So that's when you need to have a conversation with your manager and say, hey, look, this is all fine. I know what you need me to do, but I also need you to prioritize because, you know, I mean... Uh, Like I said, they can't pay me enough to do more than that. If it's business critical, yes, I understand it. But beyond that, it's a management thing that my manager needs to understand and sort of clarify for everyone else. And I would say it would roll up to the chief executive at some point, which is how are you sort of expecting your employees to do X, Y, Z? 
uh, when A, they're not compensated enough, or B, you know, they have families to raise. And I think that like executives need to start paying attention to this. And they are, I believe. Okay. I'm, I've got to run. I wish you all good things. Thank you, Maya. I could, could not have asked for better callers. Mark, you're in San Diego. On the subject of are Americans becoming less ambitious, you would say what? Hi, Michael. Happy New Year to you and TC. You too. Thanks. Um, my bo- I love this conversation. My boss just three months ago took a sabbatical for three months, came back, and said, I no longer want the responsibilities of being a director. I'm going to do X now. Hmm. And I don't blame him. I'm right there with him. Uh, five, five years ago, I was, I was diagnosed with, with lung cancer. And so my, my thought process about work has changed altogether prior to this. But I see it all around me. Uh, maybe it was due to COVID and people spending more time with the people they love. But I, I no longer can see how a job... Should, should dictate my hours, especially after the clock. Um, it, yeah, do you, reg- it, it, do you regard yourself? Do you regard yourself as being less ambitious, or do you think that's an yeah. unduly negative spin, or do you own it? I own it. I okay. take care of my business mm-hmm. from the time I start to the time I leave, but I'm not sticking around an extra minute. I got my family. Gotcha. Okay. Mark, thank you for that. TC, anybody voting on on today's poll question? Why, yes, they are. So you just ask simply, are Americans becoming less ambitious? Yes or no? Currently, uh, over 9,600 votes. 9,600 How close is it? It is 65, rounding off, 65 to 35. 65% think one thing. Let me see if I can read you as well in 2023 as I read you in 2022. Okay. I'll say two-thirds are saying yes. Darn it. <laughs> Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.